Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. My name is Dave, and I'm the host for this podcast. And today, one of our listeners writes in, and they have a great question. Why is the gate of salvation narrow? What a great question. You see, Christianity is more than a philosophy, and Matthew 7, 13-20 is more than a summons to choose a road less traveled. Like Matthew 7, 1 through 12, Matthew 7, 13 through 20, asked Jesus' audience to hear him correctly. Now, this passage shows that it's quite possible to misuse Jesus' teaching because we can use it to condemn others' failures instead of applying it to ourselves. We can fall into the despair at our inability to obey him. And so Jesus gives us three points of counsel to help us hear him rightly. First, however, many rules there are. The essentials are simple. We must serve God and seek his righteousness. We must love our neighbor and do to others what you would have them do to you. And second, when the commands seem daunting, we must ask God for help. When we seek his righteousness, he'll grant it. Third, the path of discipleship is harder but better than drifting along with the world. We should choose the harder but better road. You see, there are two roads, a wide road that is easy but leads to destruction and a narrow road that is hard but leads to life. Many take the easy road, perhaps largely by accident, but few find the hard road, which means that they're looking. Which road are you today taking, dear listener? You see, there are two trees. Good trees bear good fruit and bad trees bear bad fruit. And there's two ways to call upon Jesus. Some people call upon his name and even prophecy and they perform wonders in his name, but they do not know him and they're not saved. Others call upon him as their true Lord and are saved. But on the last day, when all stand before Jesus, the judge, there'll be one question that he'll ask. Do you know Jesus as Savior and Lord or not? You see, two builders construct houses on two foundations. In dry weather, both look sound. But when the rain comes, the rivers rise and the winds blow, all is revealed. A house built on sand will collapse, but a house built on the rock will stand. Now, Jesus says there are two gates, one narrow and one broad, two kinds of prophets, true and false, two foundations, rock and sand. And with this language, he enters a deep stream of biblical thought. Early in Israel's history, the Lord began to tell his people there are two ways of life. One could live in covenant with him and be blessed or follow the world and be cursed. And David opens the Psalms by telling the worshipers of Israel they must choose a path of life and an authority for life in Psalm 1, 1 through 2 and verse 6, saying this, Blessed is a man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of scoffers or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. You see, there are several choices here. Will you follow the counsel of the wicked or the counsel of God? 
And if you choose the counsel of God, will you be serious enough to meditate on it? Will you turn it over and over in your mind and see how it applies to the issues of life? Or will you claim it as your standard one day and ignore it the next? Which path will you take? The way of righteousness or the way of sinners and scoffers? You see, the way of life or uh, or the way of death. God's way is be- the better way since it leads to eternal life. And yet the better road is also the harder road. And now Jesus spoke to a large crowd when he said in Matthew seven thirteen, enter through the narrow gate. Most of the people in that crowd were disciples, but only in a loose sense. They were not full-fledged Christians. Indeed, there were none until the resurrection and Pentecost. And most of them were not even dedicated disciples. Jesus wanted to win them, but not by deception. And so he told them the plain truth. Jesus says that his road leads to life, but before it ends, it is narrow and it's hard. And to this day, many who are lightly committed to Christ need to hear that same word. On the broad, easy road, people do as they please. The way of Christian discipleship, though, is hard. The gate is also narrow, restricting us in specific ways. First, the gate is narrow because Jesus' commands are restrictive. Eight of the Ten Commandments begin with, You shall not. And when the law forbids certain actions, it is narrow and narrows our options. But the law is not the restricting principle. The character of God is the pattern for our character, and that restricts us too. You see, God is faithful, and therefore we must be faithful and keep our promises. God is generous, and so we should be generous. God is kind, and so we should be kind. The indulgence of bad moods that leads to meanness and cruelty is not an option. Disciples resist the temptation to break the law and to ignore God's character. And second, then the gate is narrow because the Bible teaches truths, doctrines that we must believe. The Bible says that God created the world out of nothing, that Jesus is truly God and truly man, that this age will end when Jesus returns and calls mankind before him for judgment. The Bible directs us to think in these ways, not in others, and restricts us. We cannot plausibly claim to be Christians and reject the cardinal truths of the Bible. Third, the the gate is narrow because we can't miss it. We miss it if we do not believe in Christ. We miss it if we deny that we're sinners in need of a Savior. See, Jesus' way is hard. And the word translated hard comes from a family of words that refers to suffering and persecution. And this reminds us that Jesus' way is narrow because it can lead to opposition. We enter the kingdom of God after passing through many hardships. And there are several reasons to take the narrow road, friends. First, the easy road becomes hard. If we get up whenever we please for a long period of time, we're probably going to become poor. If we eat whatever appeals to us long enough, our health will suffer. If we only keep convenient promises, eventually no one is going to trust us. Second, there is great joy in facing a good challenge. Most people want the easy road. But Jesus says that many take the easy road through the wide gate, while few find the hard road through the narrow gate. With the hard road appeals to people who like the right kind of challenge. They know they are destined to do more than drift along. They are willing to work hard to achieve worthy goals. And third, the hard path is better because it's the true path. We're attracted to the hard road because we want to know how things are. We hate the thought of living for a false faith or philosophy, even if it simply works. Aristotle in his metaphysics said, All men by nature desire to know. 
And the simple fact that we prefer to keep our eyes open rather than closed proves this, he said. On the other hand, T.S. Eliot in Murder in the Cathedral said, Humanity cannot bear very much reality. So both men are right. You see, we often want to deny uncomfortable truths, but we are pleased when we know the way things are. So why again should we struggle for the hard truths of Christianity? Because finally the hard road leads to life. Both the easy road and the hard road lead somewhere. One day life ends, one day history will end, the hard road restricts, and then it opens to eternal life. The easy road leads to destruction. The easy road makes no demands, but it offers no rewards. The hard road makes great demands, but offers great rewards. Well, I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.